Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast, episode 186 for Tuesday, November 26, 2019. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's going on, everybody? <coughs> so right, we're back uh, once again. Um, week, a uh, couple days before Thanksgiving. How do yeah. you feel? Yeah I'm, already, yeah, I'm already like checked out of work. Good. So you have the rest of the week off? Uh, I go back tomorrow. I mean, I go in tomorrow, but yeah. Other than that, yeah, I have the week off, the rest of the week off. But I was checked out by Sunday night. Mm. I was like, damn, I really got to go through these three days. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, yes, you are first for the free crack giveaway, Mr. Kyle Chapman. You know, I've been, I've been wondering about you, man. You're a little too hyper for the on UWO, so I'm starting to know why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all that cracking uh, White Claw, right? <laughs> I really wish he was there to see Kyle drink that. Mm. Just all one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he enjoyed it. You did. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it, but it was bad. You... But I but I just, I dealt with it. That would have been way, well, way better than I did. Cause <laughs> I, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Any Thanksgiving plans? Um, my mom's having something and my girl's family's having something. So right now we're trying to juggle how to do both, mm-hmm. which one to go first. And then obviously, you know, do some Black Friday. Oh, okay. You got to go hit the stores. Yeah, but I know I, I'm I'm going to buy stuff for myself because I kind of do that Black Friday. Oh, so you're going to uh, brave the crowds? Nah. <laughs> nah, it's like... I mean, I don't. I, we don't even know yet, but it's like I know I always get some because everything I want will probably be there. Like by the time I, mm-hmm. by the time I get that, yeah, I'm gonna get Call of Duty. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, I know. You, it's a game <laughs> you play with people, and you hate two-player games. They're all the same. The Call of Duty franchise, you know, but it, they're still they're still fun to they're still fun to play. Like. um couple a couple of my boys they have it too so and then this actually this one is actually cross-platform mm-hmm. and brian's been wanting to get a game to play with us for a while mm. uh i can't do apex legends i don't even think that's cross-platform i'm grown so i don't do Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Okay. so i'm like you know what why not all right so all right well, it's something yeah i'm actually looking i'm actually looking forward to it i heard it's been i actually heard it's like really good yeah. Yeah, and I do the campaign mode, and I do the campaign modes back when I used to buy them, you know, buy every single one. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I have fun. I always have fun with the campaign mode, so I'm like, why not? All right. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I know the Call of Duty games are always popping on the multiplayer. I mean, for better and worse. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah especially you get some wayward punk kid, you know, swearing up a storm. That's so. why you only play with your friend. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah, otherwise, like, hearing a bunch of racial epithets that you could tell they learned from their parents at some point. Yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's that's cool, man. Um, I, uh, My fiancé and I were going to be uh, cooking some food. I'm just going to be chilling here, watching some movies. Uh, let's see. There's a bunch of interesting movies coming out this, this week, too, which I want to check out. Um, there's... Uh, Martin Scorsese's new new film, The I- Irishman. Is it on Netflix? Uh, it's uh, it's going to be on Netflix tomorrow. Yeah. And it's also in uh, limited uh, amounts of theaters. Around here too? 
Yeah, that well, there's one in the that's playing at the Avon right now. So I think it's playing until uh, Thursday, I believe. Um, then there's Knives Out. That looks interesting, but then I found out that the Bella Tunes are in it, and I'm like, ah, oh. uh, are they? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, the the whole cast is actually pretty pretty stellar. Yeah, I know. There's like Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, mm-hmm. Lakeith Stanfield. Is he in this? Yep. Uh, Tony Collette. Yeah, it's it's a uh, Christopher Plummer. It's a really good cast, and plus, it's written and directed by Ryan Johnson. So, you know, he he he's always he always does some really creative stuff. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Remind me. Uh, the Last Jedi. There we go. Yep. And Looper. Uh, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll be seeing that, and I really want to see Queen and Slim. I see the commercial, and I'm like, "That's a Victor ass movie." It looks really I, good. Like it's uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Um, it's directed by Lena Waithe. Wait, yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be pretty dope. Uh, yeah, Brian is in the chat as well. I can make it, but I'm here. And we got uh, Seth Clownins, Eddie Ortiz. <laughs> I'm looking at his as icon. Raw was actually good that last night. I caught I caught uh, the beginning and then I just tuned out. And not, but I I stayed and I was like, you know what? This actually, I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't. Oh my goodness, this is the greatest Raw ever. No, it was like it was good. Mm-hmm. I was actually rather entertained by it. Okay, yeah. I mean, I I was intrigued how um, they're letting Seth Rollins lean into his real life heel persona. Like it's kind of capitalizing on all the douchebaggery that he's been, you know, um, perpetuating on Twitter. Why not? I mean, it's there. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, people you know, rightfully call him thin-skinned. Like he's a shill, like a loyalist puppet. You know, trying to rally the troops, but he comes off as such a d-bag, and he just he just fully owns it. Well, character. here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. What is when you are creating your wrestling persona? It's literally just yourself with the volume all the way up to ten. Mm-hmm. So probably on Twitter he's probably about a good seven. <laughs> so he has to project that to a live crowd and everything. So yeah, he turns it all the way up to ten. So mm. who knows? This could possibly work for him. I, I think it could. I mean, I mean, I think it's uh, refreshing that WWE actually acknowledges the crowd reactions enough that they can allow a character to change because they usually don't do that. And, yeah, I know. Yeah, more specifically Vince McMahon. Um, and case in point, Roman Reigns, like for the past several years, John Cena. Uh, but they're actually, they're actually letting, letting Seth you know, lean into his unlikable shtick. And interestingly, they're keeping Becky Lynch separate because if you notice, she wasn't, she wasn't among the wrestlers that surrounded the ring when Seth gave them that talking to. She wasn't? No, she was absent. And mind you, mind you, she was the one who, she also lost at the Survivor Series 2 for Raw. So... It's like, okay, preferential treatment. And also, I think from a booking standpoint, it's good to keep Becky Lynch separate separate from Rollins so that way his negative heat won't rub off on her. Right. Yeah, because Becky, Becky's still very popular with the fans. And, um, and, and with Seth... You know, let him, let him, let him lean into that. Let him feud with Owens. You know, let, let, I mean, make that interesting. And that, and that was an interesting match too. Mm-hmm. And with the ending, did you hear about the ending? Yeah, I think uh, AOP came yeah, out. Yeah, they came out and just destroyed Owens. And I'm like, this could go somewhere. Yeah. So Seth Rollins got another uh, team behind him, another J&J security on steroids. That's what I was thinking. But it's like, he didn't lean towards him. They didn't do no like smart mouth handshake or nothing. Mm-hmm. But like, 
it could lean into it. it maybe not. Maybe AOP is just going to run through and just start destroying shit. Yeah. I mean, they, they certainly need uh, a reboot because after that AOPP shtick with uh, Drake Maverick, it just killed their gimmick Stone Dead. It, it did. <coughs> it, it, it did. But I do like the whole when they show, you know, having them show up in suits mm-hmm. and stuff. So it gives them like that mobbish look in a way. Mm, I like that. Yeah, like like they're like mob henchmen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the feel I get out of it. Mm, that's a good point. You know, like two mob heavies, and they got Seth, their boss, telling them what to do. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. It can be another J and J security, except that they're just not goofballs. Like they can actually like be able to take them seriously. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's the way to do it. And who knows? Maybe they can. Uh, maybe they can go after the tag team championships and have a memorable run. Remember that they actually won the tag team belts on Raw. Did they really? They did. You know what they did? <laughs> they did. I think they held it for as long as like a cup of coffee, basically. Yeah, it, it was like when when Raw, the Raw tag team titles were still in that really awful, forgettable stage, which I, th- I think they're coming out of a little with the War with the War Raiders. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, let me see. Brian also agrees that Raw wasn't bad. So that's, yeah. a, that's a plus. And then, you know, shout outs to Chisel Adonis. Oh, what's up? He ruined Alistair Black for me. Oh, yeah. He showed up, <laughs> and right the second he said it, I'm like, pick a fight with me. And I'm just like, I got to watch this again. And I went yeah. to the UWO page on mm-hmm. Facebook, checked them out, and watched it again and just laughed. And I'm just like, there was a there was a thread going on at All Heel Turns where most of the UWO fans are. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Please tell me all y'all just said pick a fight would be just like Chisel the Daughters. I got a lot of praise. I got a lot of praise for that one. <laughs> fight me! Oh my god! God damn it, Vince! He, if he could, he could have let let it all be so simple. Just not let him talk and just let him beast. Yeah, just keep his NXT character. But, but no, it's oh. <laughs> man. Now these no, Brian, trying- you said it wrong. You got to pick a fight. With me. <laughs> Where's the enthusiasm? You just said, pick a fight with me. <laughs> I want to see some feeling, damn it. Yeah, you got to type out the syllables. I did, too. I did. That's exactly <laughs> how I did it. Um, oh, man. But, but yeah, man. Um, but, yes. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it seems to be turning around, uh, WWE, Raw. I mean, but, you know, being that it's the main roster, it can only last so long. Exactly, exactly. But... Try to be optimistic. No, no, it's 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 Vince. As long as Vince is there, there's no reason to be optimistic. Not for long. But I will say that uh, uh, NXT last Wednesday was popping with that match between Undisputed Era and the Revival. Uh, man. I was watching AEW. Uh, I, I was watching too. I, I caught um, NXT uh, on Sunday, uh, right before War Games, because I was so busy on Saturday. I didn't watch. Uh, take over live i was at a friend's i was at friends giving on saturday so i didn't mm. even yeah i did got up early extra early in the morning and watched it yeah watch world games yeah but uh but yeah do check out uh, last week's episode of uh, nxt specifically that match between the revival and undisputed era that was really good and i ch- and i watched the um oh uh, i caught the end of it when aew went off the air i switched over mm-hmm. and caught the well verizon just pressed down yeah but and i'm i caught the end of it and i'm like this was rather good yeah 
Yeah, the whole match was tight. It was like that was the revival of old from NXT. Yeah, and you know, and I also like I enjoyed Survivor Series. The yeah, Survivor Series was a good show. Um, yeah, should we get into it a little bit? Well, I might as well just let the elephant out the room since all three members are watching. What's that? <clears throat> what you got for our us? Our picks battle. The picks battle. Yes, that's right. Um, Codex had five. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, Codex had five, mm-hmm. where UWO had ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, congratulate, congratulations, fellas. Brian, good work. Mm. So what does that mean? We There was no stipulation. We didn't get a chance to add a stipulation to it. Okay. But I, for NXT, mm-hmm. Brian had a perfect card. Wow. That's good. So he called every match. He, he did. Yeah, you know, um, yes, you know, uh, going back a little with NXT War Games, that was a dope show. Oh, I enjoyed the hell out of War Games. I got up early for that. Mm. Yeah, and Dakota Kai's heel turn out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting, well, because I haven't oh. watched it, so I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get cute little Dakota Kai. Oh, yeah. ooh, what's this? Yeah, Jeez. damn, she is She hit Regal. <laughs> yeah. And she's still going. Yeah, she just kept... What's Gabe thinking? <laughs> Somebody tag Gabe. <laughs> yeah, she kept laying waste to Tegan. Poor Tegan Knox. Oh, poor girl. And uh, Dakota Kai, like, she, she was upset with Rhea Ripley, like, you know, cutting her from the team and, you know, thing, just underrating her. And she just didn't... T- she couldn't take it. Let's see where it goes. Yeah. I'm interested to see where that goes. Yeah. And Rhea Ripley, she's had a hell of a week, too. I mean, yeah, she like, she, her and Candice LeRae... Beat uh, Team Baszler four versus two, and uh, I like the finish where um, uh, Ripley handcuffed Baszler. Yeah, and then hit her with the Riptide on the chair. Use it again. Use the handcuffs against her because mm-hmm. remember those were Shane's handcuffs. That was dope. Yeah, so that was that was a dope finish. Beating the odds. Um, a really good showing between. Um, let me see. Baszler, did Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray as well. Io Shirai with that moonsault off the top of the cage. I'm Oof. I, all I could think about was like, oh, her knees. Because like you're landing on your feet from that high up. Well, here's the thing. They're breaking your fall. Yeah. So it's not It's not bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. But but still, it's like gravity. You can only <laughs> protect against it for so much. Gavin Ots! What's going on, brother? <laughs> yeah. Gavin Ots all the way from the UK. Please check out his... YouTube channel because he he's got some good he got some great videos on it mm. some great reviews. Yep, yeah, and then we also had a Pete Dunn beat Damian Priest and Killian Dane the triple threat. You like Damian Priest's outfit with the Outsiders tribute? Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, like oh, okay. he had you notice he had like the little blood stains mm-hmm. on the vest, and then he had like the biker shirt, like the biker pants, like Kevin Nash did. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it was a tribute to the Outsiders. Oh, it makes sense. All right, yeah. Yeah, Damian Priest, uh, formerly uh, known as Punishment Martinez, you know he's. I think NXT is pretty little high on him. They could, they can do some things with him. Yeah, they can. Yeah, he's gonna get that title. Yeah. Um, By mid twenty twenty, he'll have that title. Yeah, the NXT Championship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see him go against uh, Drew Drew McIntyre. Oh, that would be a dope match. Yeah. Um, then we had Finn Balor beat Matt Riddle. I enjoyed that match too. I was like, ah, the bro took a loss, but. Yeah. It's the bro. Yeah. Shake it off. Yeah. The bro. 
Yeah, and plus it's Finn Balor. You know, he's doing his little Prince Devitt heel thing. I was okay with both. Yeah, he was like, and he mentioned that in the promos. Oh, yeah, you're gonna see the Prince. I'm like, mm-hmm. my man. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Finn Balor still the longest reigning NXT champion. Yes. Yep. Still has that record. So we'll see where it goes. And then we had a, a team Champa versus the Undisputed Era. Fire. Man. Man, that air raid crash. Once. <laughs> I will say this. Once Kevin Owens' music hit, I'm like, Brian got this. Oh, he predicted Kevin Owens? No, he didn't predict Kevin Owens. He predicted the. Um, he actually predicted Sean. Oh, really? HBK? Yeah. Oh, that'd be because he heard the reports. Like, is it going to be Triple H? Triple H doesn't have no like interest in being like in wrestling and all that. Because remember, NXT is about the future. Yep. Which ones did you get wrong? You got Miz taking the up, up, down, down championship, the most prestigious championship under the WWE umbrella that they do not own. <laughs> um. Well, we both predicted Brock. So, yeah, it was 6 to 11. Uh, Team NXT for the men's for the men's uh, Survivor Series and AJ. Mm. You did very well. You did very well. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and speaking of doing well, like, yo, Tommaso Ciampa, like I said, with that air raid crash off the top of the cage through those two tables on Adam Cole. Yo, he fucked. <sighs> yeah, and then Cole had to wrestle the next night to defend his title against and Pete Dunne. Yeah. Mm. Sold it, but it's like, is he really selling? Because that motherfucker's hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there was a brief shot of Britt Baker in front of the crowd, all concerned. Yeah, yeah I know. And then, but from what Triple H says, he doesn't want to cause any rifts and all that. I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Nah, they, Britt's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. She's supporting her husband. Yeah. The husband or. Uh, no, I think they have. Because they, they kept mentioning her as, a, as his girlfriend. Which I thought, I thought I was like, oh, aren't I thought aren't they married? I'm pretty hundred percent sure. Hmm. No, they just said no. It's girlfriend. Okay, yeah, but yeah, Champa, uh, Dominic Dijakovic, Kevin Owens, and Keith Lee, who had a he had a fuck weekend. He did. He wrestler of the weekend. You know, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Like the way I mean. He he brought it to Roman Reigns in their men's Survivor Series match, and even though Reigns got the win, he he still put him over. Yeah, he put I, him over. Reigns. Roman really didn't. Keith Lee put himself over. Yeah, yeah, he did. But especially with that spirit bomb he did on Reigns. <sighs> wow. Yeah, that was that was incredible. And uh, yeah, I mean Keith Lee is a star, but it's, it, there's already been reports like Vince was highly impressed by him, and I'm like. Yeah, I, I Vince is gonna fuck it up somehow. He will, and because because you know like there's there's a, there's a ceiling unspoken for black athletes in the WWE on the main roster. He, yeah, he can touch the Intercontinental title. He can touch the U.S. title, the World title. You get Universal, Univer even the Universal. I don't see Vince want to pull the trigger that fast. He'd be like, oh, I'll slow down, pal. Uh, 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 still. Is- it's still the secondary. It is his baby. But when I mean with Kofi winning, yeah, and how, winning the WWE title. But how long did that take? <laughs> and, how, and how did that end too? Don't forget. Yeah, I blame Fox. Yeah. I saw Fox for that. <laughs> but then that was only, that was literally just to paint the bigger picture for the King Velasquez moment. 
Yeah, which pretty much came and went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But came and went. Yeah. Like a fifteen year old it's first time. But yeah, uh uh Keith Lee, like you know, he you talk about somebody arriving, you know, he's arrived. He has. And you know what? I, I, I say I don't mind seeing seeing him on the main roster because like he hasn't done much in NXT, but he but he's done enough where he's already over. Yeah, he's on notice, so we're gonna be. We as fans haven't heard Brian say that in a long time. He's gonna get himself over. Still don't want him. Still don't want him going to the main roster, quote unquote main roster. Yeah, yeah. The the B and C shows. I yeah, agree. there's already talks of beating Brock at Mania. I've heard of that too. I mean, I would love to see that. Uh, that would be the. That would be the money thing, especially if they keep building Keith Lee up with the with the crowd. Yeah. On the on the Raw and Smack Raw, Raw or SmackDown, then yeah, that would be the ticket. Because like Keith Lee, man, that's a hell of a talent. You you don't you don't let someone like that go to no, waste. You don't you don't you be you need to capitalize if you're gonna if you're smart you will capitalize that ASAP. Absolutely, absolutely. Because um, that's that's a main eventer in the making right there, and you know. And also, speaking of uh, other matches... One more thing. Triple H, please look out for him. If that happens, Triple H, please look out for him. Yeah. True. Okay, but go ahead. But yeah, uh, we've had... um, Let me see. Survivor Series 5-on-5, the women's uh, triple threat match, elimination match, Team NXT. Uh, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, and Tony Storm. Killed it. Yep. Beating Team Raw, uh, Charlotte Reigns. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Roman Flair. Uh, Natalia, Asuka, Kairi Sane, and Sarah Logan, and Team SmackDown: Sasha Banks, Corey Graves, Jump Off, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross. She said Corey Graves. I actually gave that three and a half because I was like in and out because that match was like right on where. Uh, well, I think it was the kids. So I was that was in my ear and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was a solid showing. Um, I know Tony Storm caught, caught more more offense than anything else yeah like, it wasn't wasn't quite her night but um but i did like and, and also i wasn't i i i it, it, it got i got some points taken away from the from the match because like the spot where candace and uh eo were seemed to be like legit injured and they were taken out of the match oh yeah yeah and then they brought them back and then they came back yeah and and that that was kind of that was kind of that kind of went nowhere especially the fact that oscar left and she wasn't officially eliminated so it was like well, it's like they were playing like hard, like fast and loose with the rules, but like other other than that, like I did like the fact that Rhea Ripley won it for uh, Team SmackDown. Um, <clears throat> who put him over? Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of putting over, Roderick Strong versus AJ Styles and Nakamura. Man, that was a shocker. Yeah, I that I was, was a shock. I literally wanted Shinsuke to be literally the king. Of strong styles. Yes. Ah, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what do you know about funny, funny you bastard? bastard. <laughs> Thanks. Now I got to watch the movie again. Same here. <laughs> all right. All right. But yeah, Roderick Strong. Oh, man. I, I was I was pleasantly surprised that they let um, Roddy take the win here, pitting Nakamura. Um, there was a battle of the mid-card champs, North American champ, U.S. champ, intercontinental champion. Um, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, Roderick Strong, like that dude, has endurance for days. Like he's crisp offense. His chops are like stiff. Like it's, I, I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear a high five between Roderick Strong and Walter. 
Yo, can you, it's like it's like a sonic boom right there. Exactly, it's like that. It's like the freaking the Simpsons episode when he was like testing. Oh yeah, and he hooks up all the megaphones together. Oh yeah, they call it that huge sonic yeah. boom in, in Springfield. Oh man, I can imagine like a, a chopping contest between Roderick Strong, Walter, and Minoru Suzuki, and and Tomohiro Ishii. No, that's just it's just, re- just asking for like red chests everywhere, man bleeding Ugh. but uh speaking of nakamura what do you think about the new uh intercontinental championship redesign yeah, it's gonna have to grow on me a bit yeah because I, I i'm just such a big fan of like the original title me too the, the yeah. attitude era one wasn't bad yeah like that that oval with the purple strap yeah yeah but uh, i'm still more of a fan of the original you know the original design me too yeah, like like the new design, I kind of dig the. It kind of has like an NXT. Yeah, it has that it. modern touch of it, but it's just like I don't know. I'm just. Yeah. Call me old school. Okay. No, I, I agree because like, the Intercontinental Championship, like it's it's actually my favorite design of all the WWE belts uh, of the modern era because like it's such a classic design. It didn't need to be redone. No, it didn't at all. Like if anything, like you could have redesigned like the um like the inner. Like the U.S. Championship, the Sir, Universal title. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Sir, the audacity. What's this? Keep going. Uh, Keep going. Kyle Chapman's last comment. Orange Cassidy didn't even sign a WWE because of Roman. <laughs> how, how dare you insult Mr. Freshly Squeezed? Uh, first of all, the reason why Orange Cassidy didn't sign a WWE is because he didn't, it's, 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 it's to prevent him from killing Roman. And everybody else on the main roster. Those kicks, devastating. Those educated feet, <sighs> just out of this world. It's like out of control. Like he's a beast. Billy Gunn's gonna retire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yo, I mean, you talk about sweet chin music, dude. Has nothing on Orange Cassidy's like high powered offense. But yo, I saw. But yeah, speaking of getting back on track, the uh, Intercontinental Championship. I saw like on Twitter. Uh, potential. Someone like did a potential redesign. Yeah. Like, what do you think about this? And I'll show. And I'll show the people. It's like a white. It's like the new Intercontinental Championship design with a white strap and like blue globes instead of like all black and gold. Um, that's a lot better. Yeah. That is a whole lot better. If you can. Damn, Android. Oh, to... oh yeah. I have the screen rotation turned off. Let me see. Hold up. Oh, there we there go. You. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually not bad. Let me see if I can. How's it look? You gotta have to wait for the delay. Yeah. So yeah, we're 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 uh, showing a picture of a potential redesign. Uh, somebody just recolored the intercontinental, the current intercontinental championship belt. Okay. Yep. There you go. And it has like a white strap with blue globes and like a gold trim. So, so yeah, it, I, I'd say like if they were to redesign it, I would go with this color scheme. Oh, yeah, hands down. Yeah, because it still keeps that original. It still keeps like the essence of the original title, mm-hmm. but with giving it that new, with giving it a new makeover. Oh yeah, absolutely. But but yeah, you know, like the title doesn't look bad. Um, also, uh, the NXT Championship, Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne. Five. I agree. Like that was that was easily the for me the match of the night. Cause like that was like takeover. It was on the. It on was the takeover roster. caliber. Like Vince let him do his thing, and that's yeah. probably because Triple H said, "Nope, 
no, no, Vince, you gotta let him do his thing. That's my awful Triple H impression. You gotta let no, him do his thing. Uh, <laughs> Vince, you gotta let him do his thing. Uh. <laughs> In the middle of the ring. Uh. <laughs> oh man. But but yeah, that was a dope match. Um also uh the we had another title match, uh The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal title. That goddamn red lighting has got to go. Is it? Okay, now shout outs to the guys from Wrestling is Trash. I was on their show last week. And Bray kind of dropped a hint. A hint. You can't he said in a promo, you cannot kill me under the red light. Hmm. Hmm. So now once they put drilled that into my head, I'm like, okay, the red light may have to stay. Because remember, what they what I hope they're doing. Mm. Is that they're giving Bray the Yokozuna the Yokozuna treatment? Okay, they're giving him that time to run through the monster. They're building that monster. Mm-hmm. Remember, Yokozuna was a monster until they fucked that up in some, uh, WrestleMania Nine. Oh yeah. Oh, but Bruce said that in the Yokozuna episode, which I urge you to re- listen to. Okay, he was like, "You, we took all this time building this monster." Mm-hmm. For it to go to shit, yeah. But then, of course, they end up he end up getting back mm-hmm. the world title at King of the Ring that year. Yep. And then he kept it all the way to WrestleMania the next year. Nice. He ran through it. Keep building that monster, and I predict I predict that Roman's gonna be the one to stop him. Hey, you think so? Yeah, Roman's been out of the spotlight for a while now, and it's like I think by the time Mania comes. They put them together. I, mean, I think it's about time where it's like we get if he gets the shot and stuff, yeah. we'll be like okay, like we'll be cool with it. Yeah, we I wouldn't mean, want it. We wouldn't desperately want it. Yeah, but except, we'd be cool with it. Yeah, except for Kyle. <laughs> uh, but but you know, I mean, I mean, Roman Roman being the like the triumphant hero to beat the fiend. You know, I mean, Roman's in a good spot right now. You know, yeah. like putting over other other wrestlers, like staying in that like like. Upper mid card. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to represent the red room. It's a torture room. Exactly. Mm. You can't kill him under the red light. Somebody figures out that secret. Boom. That's where he goes. That's how you. That's how you beat the fiend. But until mm. then, build that monster. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I like the fiend character. I like everything else, but yeah. just like the red light is just annoying. But what? But also, what they're doing to it as well. If you notice that. He's picking a fight with everybody that he that has harmed him from before. Mm. So even though he's under this new persona, the fiend never forgets. Ah. And instead of everybody challenging him, he's going after everybody else mm. and destroying them. Okay. Yeah, first it was Seth, then it was Brian. Randy Orton might be next. Orton, Roman. Mm-hmm. Hell, he'll probably call out Cena. Hey, Do I'll- a special <clears throat> little Cena appearance and then boom he shows up yeah that would actually that's a, that's actually a good idea like just have cena come back for like just like one match like a build up a build up a feud and then like do the right thing make up for what happened at wrestlemania 30, 30. by having cena put over the fiend yeah that that would be i'd be all for that like it could be like at the royal rumble too yeah like, yeah those guys are smart and those guys are smart enough to do it Bruce is smart enough to do it. He just re- revisited Yokozuna's career. Mm-hmm. So he it's all refreshed in his mind anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they need to do. Yeah. You know. 
Speaking of Yokozuna, I just remember when Lex Luger body slammed uh, him at the battleship. Okay, yeah. Also, the funny story about that too is like, yo, because the it was so hot that day, mm-hmm. and the ring was just baking under the sun. Oof. Yoko was and Yoko's feet was literally on fire to the point like not if you ever watch it, mm-hmm. you're gonna see him. You you will see Yoko just like teeter tottering like mm-hmm. that whole entire time. Like his feet was literally on fire, wow. and because it was his character, like he they they didn't even he couldn't even wear sandals. Oh, that's right. Yep, he's always barefoot. Yeah, so he was barefoot. Like he was literally on fire. And Fuji, you know, Fuji's just a legendary river, anyways. And he mm-hmm. was just laughing. As you can see Fuji like laughing the entire time. <laughs> Telling you, that's a really good episode. Yeah, I might like that. Probably one that I probably the last one I've jonesed about the most. And they are been. They've, they've had some pretty good episodes. Oh my god, they. Re- they did a watch along of the wrestling classic, WWE's first pay per view. Oh, oh my god, it was so bad. I bet it was. Oh, you know how much bullshit you would have called. <laughs> first of all, Junkyard Dog won the whole entire thing. Okay, dude, he pinned Moon Dog Spot. He beat Moon Dog Spot, and it was just a tournament. Mm-hmm. He pinned Moon Dog Spot, but there was no referee in him. So how do you? Who counted the three? Junkyard <laughs> Dog did. Okay. Well, we'll take that. <laughs> and then there was another one where it was Ricky Steamboat against um, British Bulldog. Mm. Somehow British Bulldog jumps over and hits his nuts on the rope. Oh, that was that. the end of the match. That was the finish. That What? what? <laughs> no, that was the finish. So that was that a botch? Did he just like call an audible? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> They had State of Illinois. It took place in Chicago in the Rosemont Horizon. So they had State of Illinois referees, mm-hmm. not like their own team. Oh. So God, oh my God, one looked like he was literally about to drop dead in the middle of the ring. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. And God, the produ- WWFs came such a long way. Oh, they certainly from have. From their production. Like you can just see people in the back, like workers in the background, just like. Doing their thing when then when if you would have known right now Vince would have lost his shit if he would have saw that. Mm. But you just see people in the back just <laughs> just talking, lollygagging, just produce you know stagehands or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are these people do? like? Even, even Bruce is like, what are these people doing here? Like you just they, they're they're distracting from what you're supposed to see. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it was hilarious. Wow. And this was like the first wrestling? Uh, which one? Which the Wrestling Classic. Wrestling Classic. Yep. Okay. It's on the network. Oh, what year What year was that? 85, I want to say. Wow. Man, I, that's, that sounds like a train wreck. <laughs> just kind of just what it was. Hmm. Yeah, November 7, 1985. Yeah. Um, let me see. I'm just reading the comments oh, real Jesus. quick. Yeah, they were just like chatting amongst themselves. Uh, Kyle Chapman says, uh, uh, can we just admit that Roman is a Tom Brady of wrestling? No. No, we can't. We cannot do that. Uh, let me see. The Michael Jordan of combat. Chris Jericho charisma. No. Chris Benoit technicality. How can you be technicality <laughs> if you only have three moves? I know. <laughs> and that's a stretch. One of them is this. The fist cock. <laughs> Bret Hart That's execution. What That's what she said. You set it up. You, your mind went there. I didn't set up <laughs> nothing. <laughs> NWO impact. Uh, 
Mix it together and you get 20% of the big dog. Oh, boy. Panthers fan's going to Panthers fan. Uh, anyway, um, a few more matches on this card here. We got Team SmackDown, which we talked a bit about. Um, yeah, Roman Reigns putting uh, uh, beating Keith Lee, but putting him over in defeat. I enjoyed it. Yep. I enjoyed that whole match. Um, what I didn't enjoy, however, was Walter being eliminated by Drew McIntyre like, within the first five minutes. I want to see them two go at it, though. I do. Oh, my God. Yo, Drew, just head over to the UK a bit and just just do something. Yeah. Do something. Make that magic. Yeah. The crowd was chanting bullshit, though. Oh, yeah. And rightfully so, because Walter is still undefeated in NXT UK. And for him to eat his loss, it's not going to count, but still, it's it's just a visual. It's like, really? This is your this is your UK champion. And you have him, like, job out like like he was a Cowboys player? Come on, now. That, that's, that's not fun. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm moving on to Thursday. I, I I know. I mean, I I saw apparently the 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 Patriots of New England beat the Cowboys. Was it? Yeah, what a bullshit tripping call. Y'all motherfuckers know it was bullshit, but I said my piece. You can go on my Facebook, see what I posted. Yeah. My country went. My country Wayne video was what I needed to say. Mm-hmm. I'm moving on to Thursday. That's good. That's good. You know. Because the Patriots are awful. Right. But anyway, yeah. moving on to theory. They, they tripping. They are tripping. Yes. Literally. A bullshit tripping call. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we had uh, Lesnar versus Mysterio. No holes barred for the WWE Championship. Um, I had hope. A little bit. I had hope. That's the match that I knew that was going to happen, though. That happens at the past three Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Brock fights a little a smaller guy. Mm-hmm. Brock decimates for a little while. Little guy gets hope. Yep. F five at the end. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, it was nice to see Ray Mysterio's nephew, you know, pay tribute to his father by <laughs> frog splash, by doing a frog splash. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, that that two thousand five like I'm your poppy storyline. Oh, Dominic was all for it. Yeah. No, because they talk. Um, where? Oh, when I was listening to uh, Talk Is Jericho when he did the Remembering Eddie Guerrero with Ray Mysterio, so they were talking about that angle, and it was like. Dominic was so cool that he's like, I get to be on TV and play video games with the wrestlers. That's literally, that was his payout. Hey, hey. At six? You can't ask you, for better. You can't ask for nothing better. You really can't. And that was a hell of a ladder match too back then. Although like the one part where Vicky Guerrero apparently missed her cue and Eddie was pissed. You know what it was? Eddie, and this is the reason why Eddie, um, Eddie's championship run didn't last long. Mm-hmm. He was getting anxiety like a motherfucker because he's like so much of a pe- perfectionist and all that. Yeah, like to the point where like his anxiety it was affecting him as champion. That's why he was like, "All right, you know what? They oh, give yeah. it to JBL. We're building him. Give it to him." Yeah, like he put a lot of pressure on himself when yeah. he was champion. He did, yeah, he did it to himself, unfortunately. Yeah, but yeah, Rey Mysterio came close to getting the gold, but he did get the U.S. title uh, last night, beating AJ Styles. I saw that. I I ended up missing that because I was on my way to work. Yep. Um, and then we had the main event, which, well, I have mixed feelings on, but I like the res- I like the end result. I had mixed feelings on the match itself. We had the cha- the champion women's champions triple threat match, Shayna Baszler, NXT women's champion, beating Becky Lynch, the Raw women's champion, and Bailey, the SmackDown women's champion. She put Bailey in the Kira Futa cl- clutch, had her tap out, won the match. Um, I thought that was the right call, but the match itself was a little too slow for me. Yeah, it just—it was like the, the chemistry wasn't there. I had yeah, I had just got to work. I only gave it a three because I had just gotten to work. Yeah. So 
I had to get started and stuff, and then I I missed like a lot of it. And not to mention, I was watch. I had the UWO in my ear at the same time. Great job on the UWO awards too, by the way. Ah, uh, yeah. And fucking Jeremy with that comment. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I didn't have a chance to actually watch the <laughs> UWO awards. Um. Uh, more, uh, okay. No, 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 no. It wasn't. It was. I I'll have to tell you off air, but okay. it wasn't like on the level of um. A couple of weeks ago. Okay. But it was just like wow. It was a clever joke, which is like wow. Gotcha. Uh, but but yeah, the the match itself. Um, I think like the, the chemistry wasn't there too because like Shayna Baszler, like like I I really like her. I really like her her run, but I've noticed that like she. She wrestles like one type of match where like she's uh, basically like kind of slower paced and methodical. Like she's hitting your joints, like she's putting your submission holes. Yeah, she's a submission wrestler. Yeah, she's like a yeah submission catch wrestler. Yeah. And then you have Becky Lynch and Bailey who are who use like personalities, they're faster paced. Yeah, they're like more. Yeah, they're much more versatile than what Shayna is. But Shayna, like that's just her. She's just submission. She's a submission catch wrestler. Mm -hmm. She goes in there, handles a business. Yep. Picks a fight. At yeah. times, <laughs> yeah. Except unlike Alistair Black, she doesn't sit in like a boiler room somewhere. Uh, but but I will say, but I, but I did hear that Vince McMahon was apparently upset with the match itself. Really? Yeah, yeah like he didn't like how it turned out. Um, and you know, I mean, like I said, like the the chemistry wasn't there, but 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 the right, but the end result was the right call. Although, like. They had to have Becky Lynch like go over at the end. Well, you know, you know, Becky holds the t- she holds the record for a lot. She has the record for the longest women's champion in this era, post Divas era. Oh, really? Yeah, she beat Ronda's record. Nice, good, good, good on her. Yeah. I was, I was waiting for them to cue Ronda's music. I was too, and that would have been a great time to bring her back. Yeah, yeah, like just have Shayna Baszler win, and then then you have like Ronda Rousey's music coming out of nowhere. That's how you get, like pop the crowd, and then. Boom! That could have set up the four horsewomen. Yeah, that was a yeah, that was a missed opportunity. I agree. Like right right now, there's really no better time. And plus, like Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir, like I don't know where they're at right now, but like at some point, you just gotta like pull the trigger and like hope for the best. Yeah, yeah, because like you know, Jessamyn and Duke and Shafir, like they could be they could be like as good as Baszler and, and Rousey or they could be Ali and Brandy Rhodes. We don't know. Let's hope it's not the latter. Jeez, how that hurt Ali and Brandy, that hurt. <sighs> yeah, I yeah, that I was know. mean. I, I know. That I mean was mean. I know it was it was mean, I know, but like but it it, it just wasn't their night. I mean they're they're both talented, especially Ali, but it just wasn't their night. And I will say, still the Ali and Brandy Matt Brandy Rhodes match, as bad as that was, it does not come close to the dirt worst women's wrestling match of all time, in my opinion. Jenna Maraska versus Queen Charmel, Victory Road 2008 and TNA. It's on YouTube, the whole thing, and it's cringe worthy. Oh my god! Like Jenna Maraska, like apparently she like she was like um, the winner of like Survivor, so she wasn't even a wrestler. And Charmel, you know, she's married to a wrestler, Booker T, but she ain't no wrestler herself. And, you know, well, you got what you got. And it was TNA, so, yeah. yeah. I don't want to hear y'all points, about, points of view about Cornette. I think Cornette messed up. I don't believe that he's a racist, but he just told a bad joke at just a bad time. 
Uh, yeah, the the cornet. Um, I thought I thought the I thought the joke was 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 really dumb. Uh, I didn't get it. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't think it was funny at all. But it was just a bad joke. Yeah, it was just a bad joke. Bad time. Bad yeah. time to tell such a joke. Yeah, it, it it was a bad time to tell such a joke. And also, um, like I don't I don't think he should have been fired or resigned, depending on who you ask, from the NWA. But um, but cornet. I think I think one of the issues is that like he's a dude who's like very much stuck in his ways like he's yeah. very old school to the point where it's like stuff that uh, that joke killed like 30 something years ago but now it's like jesus he, did you have to mention fried chicken and in ethiopia a starving country yeah it was a whole just, thing yeah, it was and bad. and also too like with um you know dave lagana the nwa vice president who o- oversees editing the episodes like like it slipped by him but apparently he couldn't he probably didn't see anything wrong with it so he that, probably just didn't get it maybe Maybe we, we we don't know for sure, but but that the fact that that slipped by his by his radar, yeah. you know. But yeah, it's fine. At least a, a public apology would have suffice would have sufficed with that, and everybody yeah. just moved on. Yeah, just like I, I honestly, I kind of moved on already. Yeah, I, I I moved on too. Like I, I like I don't think Cornette should have quit. Like like you say, a public a public apology would have sufficed, but um, but it does show that like even going beyond that beyond the remark, Cornette is always his own worst enemy because like he's. I mean, he's he's got a great mind for the business, but he's a massive asshole. Like, like, the, yeah, like, like having like his his well documented anger issues, his weird, weird hatred and hard on for Kenny Omega, Joey Ryan, Vince Russo, Vince Russo, and them two hate each other. I mean, like well, Vince don't Vince Russo from what he said on the podcast. I really wish I didn't listen to, but he was like. Why does he hate me so much? And he hates him. Yeah, to the point where, and you pointed this out too, where Cornette says that he can't wait until Vince Russo dies first so that he can piss on his grave. Like, what kind of vindictive shit? Like, for over 20 years, you have this hate in your heart for what? And then apparently, like, like there was like an incident where he once tried to pick a fight with a Dairy Queen employee. I, guess. I saw that video. <laughs> I, 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 there was there, oh, there's a video of that incident. Yeah, but Chris Jericho was in the back scene. He was filming the whole thing. Oh shit! I've heard of. I've never seen it, but I'm. Oh, gonna it's watch on it. YouTube. Okay, I'm gonna see that. But yeah, Cornette, man, Cornette's got to sit down and like he's got he's just got to like get get the hell out of his own way. Like I think Cornette would be would be, would function better, maybe as strictly as as a backstage dude, like unseen, unseen, unheard. Let him let him impart the best parts of his knowledge to the to the talent. And let's go from there. Like, yeah, but then you end up slapping talent. Hashtag Santino Morella. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he hauled off and smacked him. So yeah, Cornette is like he's his own worst enemy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, damn. Like, like, and, and plus, like, if 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 it, if it didn't happen now, something like this was gonna happen in the future. Possibly. So. Yeah, like, uh, I think it was like TNA. He got fired at WWE. I think wasn't he in MLW for a time? Yeah, he was. Yeah, and then I think that ended badly for him. Yeah, it did. Yeah, hey, so the same Italian wanted to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, I, I heard something about that too. So yeah, so it's it's all on Cornette's shoulders, man. Motherfucker, <laughs> double cheese, double onion, double mayo, motherfucker. <laughs> He's a heel. God, I love that show so much. <laughs> oh, that's Bruce Pritchard's impression of Cornette. You gotta hear. Did I? I don't know if I have played it for you, but he does all the legend, all the people that he does mm-hmm. on um. That he does impressions of, they're all like ordering lunch together. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's just like this is fucking great. Like he does them spot on. He's like, well, 
Like I heard him mention it. He's like Dusty's second nature. Macho Man hurts because mm-hmm. you know you got to do the yeah. You got to do the Macho Man. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> you see, I kind of see why. <laughs> but, like, yeah. But yeah, man. Cool. Well, <laughs> you know that's his Jerry Jarrett. Oh, okay. He does a well. You know, you take the chicken and the raisins and the mayonnaise and make the chicken salad and no. And he even says, it's like, have you ever done like Jerry Jarrett's impressions since you've been back with WWE? He said, I do it right to Jeff's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the yeah, wrestler. I'm just, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking about like like good wrestler impressions. Like I remember, I think Bruce Pritchard did one. It was like during an episode of Raw Attitude Era '98 when um, Dusty Dustin Rhodes came out as uh, as, as 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 his father with the polka dots and everything. He had a match with JBL, mm-hmm. and then like there was like a vignette where I think Bruce Pritchard did did the voice, and it was like nails. it was dust it was Dusty Rhodes like in silhouette. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Like he, he nails it. He did. But he, but. If you really want to hear it, you can go on. You can find this on YouTube. He, they gave him a character to mm. do like interviews with. He interviewed Shawn Michaels with. The name was Real Rogers. He just had a baseball cap, some chaps, mm. and like he was dressed up like a cowboy without the cowboy hat, and he would talk like Dusty. <laughs> it was awful. Mm. He hated it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I mean, like D- Dustin Rosen. Dusty Rose impressions are like a dime a dozen, I'm sure, in the industries, and so yeah. so it's like you got to judge like which one ha- who has the best one. I, I have to go with Bruce. Mm. Paul Heyman does a good one, mm. but I, yeah, I would I have to go with Bruce. <laughs> Stone Cold did, did a good one too. Oh, he did. Yeah, if you watch his ECW promos, he na- mm-hmm. he nails it. But yeah, I have to, I would have to say Bruce. Oh yes! Oh yeah! Thank, thank you. I was, I was, I knew I was forgetting something. Speaking of Stone Cold Steve Austin, did you have a chance to watch the Broken Skull sessions? I have not. I've been trying to, but I got a couple of gigs coming up, so I was like, down, so I was downloading music, and then I was catching up with Love After Lockup at the same time. Mm-hmm. I just haven't had the chance to, and I wanna, I wanna watch it. Yeah, I actually had I actually sat down through the whole thing like right after Survivor Series ended, like it just popped up. So yeah. it's like an interview, Stone Cold, Broken Skull Sessions, uh, so in depth interviews uh, with different wrestlers. So the first episode was with the Undertaker, and that was excellent. That was ninety minutes. I, I it caught my attention. Like I just sat there and watched, and like just seeing Undertaker, just like being basically being you know Mark Holloway, just like talking about how he got into business, how he how he got into the gimmick and the psychology behind the gimmick. Because like one of the things that uh, that Undertaker said that really stood out was like, well, you know, when you're playing a gimmick, you have to be in tune with the logic of the character. So even though under, so even though Undertaker wanted to, well, Mark Halloway wanted to, he he could still go like really fast as as an as an athlete. He wanted to wrestle a more athletic style, but he knew that it wouldn't make sense as the Undertaker. So he had to like deliberately slow everything down. Yeah, and so he it, it became a habit, and then. When he became the American badass and then Big E, well, that's when he was able to bring a little bit more of that athleticism and speed back. So it was interesting hearing him like kind of break down that psychology of the character. But it's, it was a it was an excellent interview. You yeah. would love it. Oh uh, yeah, I plan I plan on watching it hopefully like really really soon. Next DJ live stream probably tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, my um. So shout shout out to my cousin Mike. I promised him I would shout, shout him out. He uh. 
Like he's he's a DJ himself, but he um he doesn't really do it so much because he's a he's a state trooper, mm-hmm. and so he's. He came up to me at my cousin's birthday party a couple of weeks ago. He's like, listen, I see you doing your thing with the podcast, you know, with DJ and stuff. I got an NX, NX6 too. Mm-hmm. Pretty much brand new. Probably only touched it once. Mm-hmm. It's yours. Hey, hell of a gift, man. Like, you just gave it to me. And he was like, and he gave me some fruit advice. He gave me some great advice. He was like, listen, don't ever lose your passion about, about something. You know, if you got people investing invested in you just by watching or doing whatever like don't ever lose your passion for it and you never know who's watching you so here yeah hey i think it's amazing i don't know if you saw in the group chat where i did um the impression of a uwo episode (laughs) (laughs) oh man i can't i can't recall all right now. yeah it was just a video like i was playing um i played the acapella to um j cole's workout and i just kind of went in and out with the sound (laughs) because <laughs> they're always having technical difficulties and stuff they had a good they had a good laugh out of it oh uh, okay <laughs> but nah man Mike thank you I got gigs coming up and I cannot wait to use this thing I'm yeah I'm probably just gonna go on my Facebook and just go yeah man yeah do a do a live mix put some put some hot hot fire out there man <laughs> yeah mix mix it mix in some wrestling tunes over some lyrics uh I've only done it that one time, and I never even recorded with. Um, it was a finesse, Cardi B and Bruno Mars over the Shel- Benjamin and Gable theme. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I want to find an acapella version of AJ Styles' hmm. theme. I have something in mind that I want to do, and I think it'll work. Hmm. I wonder what the I wonder what beat that would go over the 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 vocals. Oh fuck it, Disco Infernos. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm thinking for some reason I'm thinking Gil. Glenn, Gil, Glenn Gilberti, Disco Inferno. But, yeah, okay. Read Brian's last comment, and those are my sentiments exactly. Sir. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man. Yeah. The live stream. What time, what, what time would the live stream be? I don't even know. Just follow, just follow me. <laughs> just just keep a lookout, and you'll just see it there. Okay. I don't know what time I'll be doing. I know is that I'm telling – listen, I'm going to have the rest of the week off. I will probably have drink in hand. Okay, yep. Put, just go. put some air horns on that. I want to see you get three minutes of wrestling themes mixed in. <laughs> and I will make sure that I'll play something that shows that the future. And you know that the future is iconic. It's not the same without Kyle. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's not. Yeah. I tried. They they're better with they're better at it, <laughs> you know the iconics as you know the waitresses of Titus catering backstage. Titus had a match on Monday. He did. Titus had a match. Oh shit! Oh man, yo Titus catering is on the come up, son. <laughs> Titus who did had a match. Buddy Murphy had a match. Really? Wow. Damn. Like I forgot who job is somebody jobbed out to him. It wasn't Kurt Hawkins because Kurt Hawkins tied. Kurt Hawkins and Ryder jobbed out to um they oh no, it was a jobber. I think it wasn't just a jobber. Okay. But wow. next thing you know, he gets on the mic. I want to pick a fight. Oh. And I was like <laughs> Hey Murphy. It wasn't a match, but like he picked a fight. Hey, Buddy Murphy, Alistair Black, I'm all for it. Yeah, it like it looked like it was gonna be a match and I was thoroughly entertained by it. Yeah. It was Matt Hardy. 
Oh, I saw I saw that Matt Hardy came back. Yeah, yep, I saw the highlight. Uh, but that was good. Yeah. Um, I don't. It's still November. Yes, and you know what that means. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll give you a time to shine. It means uh, Barnes and Noble's Criterion Collection sale is still in full effect all the way up until the very last day of this month. So I did pick up uh, a few more Criterions. It's, it's the end of the month, Saturday. It is Black Friday too. Ooh, I got a, I got a few in mind. Ooh, yes, you Yo. Some... Yo, my body's ready, son. What? Uh, uh, <laughs> make it weird. Make it weird. I always make it weird. You do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I picked up a few Criterions out there. Uh, first one is a classic film right here. Uh, Marilyn Monroe, uh, Jack Lemmon, Tony Curtis, Some Like It Hot, directed by Billy Wilder. Are those men? Yes, that's okay. Jack Lemon and Tony Curtis. It's a big ass chin. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a classic comedy. It's so cool. It's basically um, uh, Jack Lemon and Tony Curtis. They play two, uh, uh, two musicians. They're on the run from the Chicago mob after witnessing the St. Valentine's Day massacre. So they, uh, they, they try to escape and they dress up as women and they join this all, this all female uh, uh, singing and dancing troupe. And Marilyn Monroe is like the lead singer, and so you know they're both trying to holler at her, you know, with diff- with mixed results. Um, one of it's, it's a classic comedy, one of the best written, one of the funniest, still holds up, and the ending has one of my favorite ending lines of any film. That was like, ah, that's how you end it. That's that's the button right there. Four um, K digital restoration. It's it's not a four. It's not a it's not a UHD. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Aris! It, it's it's not a 4K disc. Aris! It's Maurice! Not, it's not a 4K disc. It's docu- it's documented. No, you no, just no. big up you just big up 4K resolution. No, no, no. I'm okay with that. No, no. I, I'm taking that. Criterion they do 4K restorations of of a lot of films and it's on it's on regular Blu-ray. You said it with a smile though. Which means it's crisp. I mean it's it's a Blu-ray. You said it with a smile. Cuz Criterion doesn't they don't do 4K discs yet. But it's a restoration, but it looks absolutely gorgeous. And oh my gosh, Marilyn Monroe, uh, uh, just divine, absolutely divine. Speaking of divine, I need to get her other film, uh, Female Trouble, which I'm still, I still want. Friday. Yes. And uh, Polyester, uh, so good. <laughs> Didn't you already buy that one? I did, oh. yeah. But I just wanted to mention it again because oh. it was so cool. And you were weirded, weirded out by my synopsis. <laughs> I'm weirded out by a lot of things you do, Vic. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Uh, next film is uh, uh, Matewan. Matewan. Yep. This is... Or Matewan. This is a classic um, independent film by director John Sayles. Uh, it's based on a true story of a West Virginia coal town where local miners strike and they try to form a union, both black and white workers. Uh, this was actually the debut film of Chris Cooper. Um, and he comes in to try to help unite the unite the workers against the man, um, and things turn really violent. Um, it's got gorgeous cinematography by Haskell Wexler. Um, beautiful, another 4K digital restoration. Um, absolutely a stunner. Um, uh, one of the one of the most striking independent films I've seen. One of the most striking features from the from the 80s it came out in 87. Mate Matewan or Matawan, however you pronounce it. Really cool film. Check it out, especially if you're. Curious about John Sayles' work? Just for the record, I just 
looked on Wikipedia and looked up the last line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's actually pretty good. It is. Uh, it was pretty <laughs> good. Yep. Found it. Yeah. Boom. And uh, next one, uh, Charlie Chaplin's The Circus. Oh, man, this is one of my favorite uh, Chaplin films. Um, I, I've been waiting for this to come out on the Criterion Collection for a long time. Um, it's a silent film, uh, one of Chaplin's best. Uh, it's, it's, it's super funny, a lot of visual gags. Um, if you're a fan of Charlie Chaplin, then this is one that um, you should definitely uh, keep an eye out for. Um, the, it comes with a, a 1969 re-release version of the film, along with the original 1928 version. Um and it, it, it is, it's just a, it's just a, it's just it's just a delight. It's one of those feel good films you pop in, watch it with a smile, especially if you're a fan of classic film. And last but not least, and this was one that uh, I was so happy to get, The Princess Bride. It looks uh, like a book. Yeah, it's got the texture and everything. Yeah, it does. Yep, The Princess Bride is on on the Criterion Collection, all new restored version. Uh, classic film, uh, especially if you're one of my one of the childhood classics that still holds up to this day. Carrie Carrie Elwes, um, Robin Wright, uh, Andre the Giant, of course, yeah. uh, Mandy Mandy Patinkin, uh, Patinkin, and of course Wallace Shaw. Inconceivable, uh, absolutely, absolutely a wonderful film. Um, if you haven't seen The Princess Bride, it's it's one of those it's one of those childhood classics that still holds up to this day. You can still watch it and enjoy it just as much as you did as a kid. Um, unlike Space Jam, which is garbage. Hey, uh, hey, which will never see the light of day on Criterion Collection. And if it does, I will. <clears throat> uh, but yes, oh, you're gonna get the biggest kiss my ass ever. As you wish. <laughs> yes. So Princess Bride, uh, absolutely wonderful. A childhood classic that holds up, unlike Space Jam. Hey, shut up. I'm just saying. Now, do you have the movie, probably saying it right, Hoxon? Oh, Hoxon? Oh, I, I don't have that yet. I was thinking of getting that. I, I just randomly Googled the oldest criterion, oldest film on the Criterion Collection. Oh, and okay. that's it, from 1922. Um, Actually, the oldest one is The Phantom Carriage. Is it really? Yeah, I think it came out in 1920. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I just, that's the first thing that popped up. Yeah. Probably, it, it is one of the oldest, like going far back. But yeah. um, but Haxon is an interesting looking uh, silent film. I, I, might, I might pick that up along with uh, Female Trouble, um, another John Waters film starring Divine. Um, let me see. And maybe maybe a couple others I'm thinking about. Not sure. Um, I I know that there's a that huge Godzilla box set, which is going for a fair price right now since it's a, is a discount. But uh, I mean, I like Godzilla, but I'm not a huge fan, so I'm not going to get it. So, but it's there. I'm actually looking at Black Friday. Yeah, Black Friday. Uh, I plan on doing shopping online. That's what I plan on doing, but I still. I always tend, tend to beat the crowd. I don't go in like first thing in the morning. I think the last time I did that hmm. was um, GameStop. Yeah. They had Injustice 2 for like 12 bucks. Yeah. And it was like a doorbuster. And then I was working. The one in Woonsocket, I knew nobody was going to really be going to that one. Yeah. And I got off of work at like 10. Mm-hmm. The store opened at 1. Oh, hey. So I just went around the corner to the Best Buy. Sat in my car, listened to an old episode of the Codex Prime podcast. Mm-hmm. One that was like two hours, and another one that was like one. <laughs> wow. Door open, went in, 
got it, went home, <laughs> put it in, went to sleep. Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do for those discounts. Um, but yeah, man, um, I'll be probably doing some online shopping. I'm going to keep an eye out for some uh, good deals um, as I uh, guiltily order from Amazon. I ain't nothing wrong with ordering from Amazon. That's just convenient as fuck. I mean, it's convenient, but like, goddamn, those workers, man. They're, being, they're treated like absolute dog shit. Like, like you've, you've read stories about like people dying on the floor and their bodies are left for like two hours? No. And I know somebody who works for Amazon. Eddie, right? Yeah. <sighs> He's happy as shit. Hey, man. Hey, uh, big ups to Eddie, man. But I got to tell you, man, the all there's so many stories coming out about the conditions and the treatments of Amazon workers. Like, that shit will chew you up and spit you out, man. But yeah, if, if Eddie, man, salute to you, man, for hanging in there. Hopefully you can pays his bills. He's good. I know, but still, still a lot of these, a lot of these, those types of jobs, especially like the way Amazon does runs their warehouses. Oh, polyester. Kills okay, people, now I'm talking, literally. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, polyester with uh, uh, John Waters. Uh, yeah. It's film. Yeah. That, it's, it's it's such a it's such a fun. Eddie Blue, local hero. Um, Madwan that you just. The Coker Collection? The Coker Trilogy? I've heard of that. I'm not too familiar with it, but I've heard of it. Circus, you just had Magnificent Obsession. You got that one, right? Yep. Cold War, All About Eve, Now Voyager. Mm -hmm. Hoxon. Yep. Blue Velvet. (laughs) Blue Velvet. Day Trippers. Yeah. Blue Velvet, another David Lynch film. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Oh, that's the one where Dennis Hopper. Oh nope. my God. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mommy wants to fuck. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. When you, it's like when you hear that name, David Lynch, just say no. Yeah, pretty much. You ruined it for me. I mean, you can watch like I will not do such a thing. All right, I'll tell you what. Have you seen The Elephant Man? No, but I think I know like about the roughly about the story. Yeah, like like David Lynch, that was a, that was an early David Lynch film. That's that's a film that's you can watch. You can watch that. It's straightforward. It's normal. Yeah, sure. No, nope, nope. You get it. Like, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, like, yeah, it it is a normal film, like a conventional film. You can actually like, you don't get lost and confused. Like, well, what the fuck is he doing? I'm like, oh no, it's just David no. Lynch. No, it's it's straight. David Lynch. It's straightforward. But but hey, Mulholland Drive is uh that's, no, it's not. that's my favorite film of the last decade. You're an awful person. Hey, if 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 liking I, quality art films makes me an awful person, I'm guilty as charged. I swear you are the one one of the types of people who would love a short film where you just hear the sad opera music playing, shows a girl sitting on a table with a tear, mascara running, mm-hmm. shows a flower, then a donut, mm-hmm. and it just ends in thin. Shit, that sounds pretty cool, man. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I got some cool comics, dude. Oh, shit. I was peak. actually doing I caught I actually got soup when I caught this one. Tomb of this cry of facsimile of Tomb of Dracula number 10. If you really look closely, it's the first appearance of Blade. I was born ready, motherfucker. Yeah, that <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Look how 70s he looks. That is ultimate 70s blade right there. Yeah, green pants, uh, Brown jacket, actual stakes. Dude looked like he came out of an episode of Good Times. <laughs> yeah. Ain't we lucky we got him. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Yeah, um, I can see that. You know, I've been collecting. I've been reading um, Captain America's run written by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Mm-hmm. Well, Marvel right now was doing the whole 2099 because, remember, Marvel started. It's the 80th um, anniversary of Marvel. Yep. That started back in 1939. Mm-hmm. 80 years from now, what's going to be the year? 2099. Why not bring that back? But this co- this cover is just fucking cool. Oh. Yeah, let's let's show that show the people there. Yeah, Reagan just hooked me up with that cover and I was just been I was just like really enjoying it. Tell me that's not cool. That is dope. I like that. So that's like um I came in, I already taped it up, read it and taped it up, but that's just <laughs> cool. And then of course I've been re- like I said, I've been reading the whole twenty ninety nine series. I got made it started with Amazing Spider Man, so it's Spider Man, yeah, thirty three and thirty four. Red. That's kind of like my next. I'm buying. I gotta get the side issues. Yep. Alpha twenty ninety nine. There's gonna be an Omega twenty ninety nine. And this Fantastic Four twenty ninety nine is a one off issue, but it was like, it was kind of cool because it's not Reed Richards, but it's like the descendants of Valeria Richards. Okay. But then again, it wasn't the right crew, mm-hmm. and then they died. Oh. One off yeah. issue. I'm like, I mean, I was like, whoa, these these people look kind of cool. Damn, dude. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> it was. It was. Like, it was very, like, they all have similar pop, similar powers in them, but they end up de- getting killed off. Damn. What a shame. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, if you, I'm I'm actually enjoying this 2099 run. I think y'all should, I think y'all should definitely pick that one up. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, other than that, I've been, it's a shit ton of 90 Day Fiance. There's a whole new <laughs> idiots to be invested in. Yeah, seems like you're a devoted fan of the show. Yeah, thanks to my girl. I, I, I got to give her credit. I would have never watched this show, but I would have to give you a quick update on your boy, Caesar. Oh, boy. That the one guy. with the Ukrainian girlfriend. So they had the tell-all, which is like their reunion specials. Mm-hmm. And everybody was just like, you don't need to do this. You're a nice guy. You're a catch. You don't need to be putting yourself through this. Everybody's thinking that she wasn't real. Mm-hmm. She showed up via satellite on the, on the tell-all. So everybody was like, <gasps> she's real. <laughs> she's like, oh, we need to hear about this and all that. She actually claimed him as a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But it was like, nah, this ain't this ain't going to work and all that. But then she's just like, but, but I still love you. I know everybody's going to think I'm stupid, but I got to show the world that you're not this person. But she's like, you're making me seem like a bitch. I'm trying to just end this and just keep going. But I still love you. And everybody's like, please, Caesar, stop. <sighs> then there was like this other couple, this old lady, um, Angela, and this other girl who fell for the dude from, um, from I want to say Turkey. What a, not Turkey, but his name is Zied, but I, he just has that punchable face. Mm-hmm. Like he really does. Oh, uh, one of those. Like I just look at him and I'm just like, dude, I want to punch this guy in the face, mm. like right now. <laughs> Are you looking him up? Yeah, I, I got to show you because you. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just reading the um, Wikipedia. So 90 Day Fiance follows couples who have applied for or received the K1 visa, and therefore have 90 days to decide to marry each other. Yeah, that's a punchable <laughs> oh, face. Yeah, show the people. <laughs> That's that's a punchable face if I ever saw one. Yep, that's the end. Just, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like you don't know him, but you get the feeling that he's an asshole. I, I don't. 
he's been nice. You know, the whole culture shock is, is a whole is a huge barrier. But it's just like, dude, I just want to. I don't know what it is about you. I just want to punch you in the face. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. She's like, what? Is, and then I was like, what is he saying? I just want to punch him in the face. He just had just right here. Wow. <laughs> I, I got the spot right here. Mm. Well, like I said, there's a new bunch of idiots. Yep. And then, oh wait, wait, back to the fight. So this and they getting ready to argue, go at it. I mean, you're about to see some like hand swinging. Mm-hmm. Caesar gets up, says right back down. <laughs> thinking like, we're thinking he's actually gonna be in, like man up and at least like try to break up the fight. Mm-hmm. And I even said to myself like, nope, Caesar, you ain't that type of guy. And the second I said that, he sat right back down. Yeah. I'm like, that was great. Oh boy, that was great. But yeah, these new groups of idiots. Oh man! Mm-hmm. So we got this one guy. He's a, uh, he's from Greenwich, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. He's forty years old, like a very rich wine connoisseur guy who's falling for a twenty-three year old Brazilian. Um, it's so weird looking at them. Yeah, the age gap alone is just that. Then that's what it. And she looks so young. Mm. And it's just like, and the sad part about the show is like. The kids have more sense than the adults. Mm-hmm. Like his his kids are like, she's she's our babysitter. She's like our babysitter. Oh, uh, yeah. It's so and he, they're no. just like they like kissing each other. It's just it's so cringeworthy. Mm. Like worse than Kyle's rant, cringeworthy. Oh boy, like that bad. Oof. Yeah, just just seeing that. Just, just picturing it. In my and the head, dude, just, he picks you know. her up in the limit. And gotta, I gotta say, I love like Twitter. You know, ninety day fiance. Just such a hashtag Twitter mm-hmm. on Twitter. And it was just like, yo, he picks her up from the airport in a stretched Hummer. Mm-hmm. And somebody put, of course, he wants her to feel comfortable when he picks her up. From, when he picks her up from the airport, kind of make her feel like she's going to a prom. Oh. <laughs> no. Then the guy says. Hey, you think we should make some limo porn? And I'm like, oh, what? Yeah, he said that to her. Who said? Oh, he said that to her. Oh boy. And there's this other girl. This other girl. She's from Nebraska. She's a. She met this dude on a beekeeping Facebook group. Okay. Like she's a beekeeper. Mm-hmm. And whatever, but dude's from Turkey. Can't speak a lick of English to save his life. Like they literally communicate mm-hmm. through a translator app. Oh, yeah. How accurate are those? <laughs> and she has three kids. Mm-hmm. He won't tell his family about the kids. So the kids were like, well, I mean, this is what you're coming into. Like, when are you plan on telling your kid, telling your family about us? And he literally said, probably in about 10 years. What? <laughs> when my family's on their deathbed and that's when you can tell them everything and all sins are forgiven. What? <laughs> that was out of his translated <laughs> mouth. Oh my god! Surely, surely, some of this has to be exaggerated for effect on the show. You go on Twitter and look mm-hmm. up the hashtag ninety day fiance. Mm-hmm. But wait, there's more. She had the nerve to bring him to a party, mm-hmm. and was like, "I want you to talk to my friends." Okay. How you gonna like? How's he gonna talk to your friends? If he can't speak English. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. I was like, how are you falling in love with somebody that you never even had a full depth conversation with? Which right. was on Twitter, by the way. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me see. Then there's I I think I'll do just this one. Yeah. So th- this was actually like the talk of the week. Mm-hmm. So this one guy, he's 41 years old. His for his career, like for his job, he's a full-time Uber driver. Okay. He has a kid, single father and all that. He met this girl through Facebook through a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. They talked for a while, so then he ends up booking a cruise yeah. that stopped in the Dominican Republic. Okay. They spent eight hours together, and he proposed. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> she finally get you know they talked for two years after that and stuff. So then she finally she gets a hold you know get a costume to his son. They talk all the time and everything. Yeah, like he was really happy to when they finally met. Mm-hmm. And so she, mind you, she's like gorgeous. Okay. So and she's like, yeah, I want an iPhone. Okay. And you and he's like, yeah, when you get here, you know, we'll get your iPhone and we'll take you shopping and whatever. Mm-hmm. This dude took this girl to a thrift shop. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the common decency to get her to walk, bring her to Walmart. I mean, a thrift shop. You find some good things at a thrift she shop. She was like, "Have people who wore these like already died?" <laughs> and the thrift shop employee was like, "Bitch." <laughs> so then they get into it. Of course, you know, have sex, makeup, and whatever. Mm-hmm. This week's episode. Now, this was the doozy. So the kid, her, his son's mother is just no longer in his life. Mm-hmm. But he still has a relationship with the grandmother. Right. So he goes, all right, and I want you, I want you to come out and meet the grandmothers. You know, if you're gonna be in my son's life, you're gonna have to know his family as well. He still has that connection with his family. Mm-hmm. So the grandmother shows up. The grandmother looks younger than he he does. Oh boy! Oh, I ain't done yet. Mm-hmm. So you know they're asking questions. So she, the grandmother, pulls her aside. Mm-hmm. So she goes. So she's like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna get this out the way because I know you're gonna find out sooner or later about what I do for a living." Mm-hmm. So she's like, "And what's that? I'm a porn star." Huh? Huh? <laughs> grandmother's a porn star. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, wait. Let's, I love your reactions. Let's, 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 I love your reactions. Let's back it up for a second. Back it up. Go ahead. Because I, 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 I think I think I had a lapse in uh, uh, the grand the grandmother. The grandmother is a porn star. Is a porn star. How old is the grandmother? Forty six. I can't, man. Forty. Yeah, she does. Like, <laughs> I know what you're talking about, Brian. So, of course, we are gonna look. Mm, I gotta find a tasteful picture. Okay, if the grandmother is 46, how old is her daughter? You know, that's what we're trying to figure out. Because remember, the daughter's not in the picture. Okay. Yeah. And the the son's got to be like three, like three or four mm-hmm. ish. I'm trying to find a tasteful picture. 
Oh, this is the grandmother. That's the grandmother? This is the grandmother. What the fuck? This is the grandmother. This is the grandmother. I got. I just got to see the playback just to see, like... Life is fucking weird, man. You think? <laughs> I... See, when I think of grandmothers, I think of, like, some some sweet elderly woman. Yeah, who, at least, like, you know, in their 60, 60s and up. Yeah, they want to, you know, cook, give you some home cooking, you know? That's the grandmother. It just reminds me of that like Bernie Mac joke from original Kings of Comedy. It's like how old, how old's a grandmother? Twenty four. <laughs> oh, and remember the guy's forty one. And it's like, why not just? <laughs> and then the most part, the part, and then another cringeworthy part. They're saying goodbye. Uh huh. She kisses the baby on the lips. Yep, uh, yep. Everybody crazy like you kiss that poor child on that lips, though. But you, no, you don't do that. You don't. You no. don't. And then in that midst of the conversation, she had the nerve to talk to her, talk to the Dominican girl mm-hmm. about birth control. I mean, well, she is an expert. Yeah, I mean, in that line of work, you gotta, you know, take precautions. But that—that's a grandmother. That's the grandmother. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Priceless reactions. I I don't I don't I don't I don't know. I I, I don't know what to make of this, man. It's like <laughs> don't you just have to watch the next episode because I can't wait to see this. Down is up, up is down. Yep. I, yep. I, yep. 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 This this world. Yeah. Oh God, there was another one too, where it's like. Oh, the internet's going insane about this one. She's another Ukrainian girl. Oh, boy. But she's actually genuine. Like, we're actually rooting for them as a couple. Really? Yeah. And and we're sitting there, Twitter's like, Caesar probably sitting there just mad. (laughs) (laughs) She ain't really asking. She's not, like, asking for money or anything or nothing. Like, it's legit genuine wow like looking for true love yeah wow that sounds well adjusted yeah she's not she's not a bad she's not a bad looking girl too Hmm. the mother loves him and everything like he's over in in the show he's over in ukraine right now okay oh and then but then like maria from you know caesar's i get quote unquote girl was like you can't come to ukraine there's a war going over here and it's my mom's birthday so you can't come. <laughs> While he's over in Ukraine chilling, smiling. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know Ukraine's going through a, going through a lot, but still, hey, you you, you, you got to do what you got to do, I suppose. Yeah, but Will Ferrell did a he did a spoof on it on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> oh god, you got to look it up. I'm actually going to show you as soon as we're done with this episode. All right, yeah, that's that's a wild show, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm still trying to process. <laughs> I'm still trying to process the whole. Yep. Grandma, like okay, like clear, clearly she's had maybe a little bit of. Some oh, work she's done. definitely had some work done. I mean, work done in the chest area, but like, oh, the face yeah. like Botox. Boom, to look the, at that, yeah. Botox to the nines. Yeah. 
No, that's not her. A, a grand? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, people. It's, 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 it's like, I, I, I don't, I don't know about this world, Carl. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, ain't it? It's a fucked up world we live in. It sure is. But I've been playing a lot. Speaking of fucked up worlds, fucking Death Stranding. Yes. Love that game. Oh, yeah. I'm so invested in that. Like, But goddamn fuck them BTs, man. Yeah. I I want you to purposely get sucked in by a BT just to get that experience. Okay. Like like what what happened? Did you manage to escape or? Yeah, I did manage to escape. Yeah. Well, in one time, they destroyed, completely destroyed my cargo. Oh man! So it was like, yep. All right, stop from this last save point. I'm like, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like you have to like say if you're trying to escape them, Mm -hmm. like sometimes you either stay still or you walk. No matter you know if you walk, your stamina decreases your stamina. Mm -hmm. But then you have to hold your breath. Like they can't sense you breathing. If they sense you breathing, Mm -hmm. they'll attack you. Yep. And what it does is like. Once they pick up your scent that you're breathing, boom, it's like the ground that you're walking is just black. And then next thing you know, you see like these people, like Mm -hmm. demon-like people just try to grab you and suck you in. And you have to shake them off and you got to fight them, still hold on to your packages, Mm -hmm. which is hard as hell, especially if you're carrying a lot. Mm -hmm. And then you lose them and you have to escape it. And then if they really do get a hold of you to the point where you can't, they Mm -hmm. grab you and just drag you into the middle of a huge like space where you literally have to fight it's so much hard it's mm-hmm. so so much hard it's so hard to escape it i mean you you can yeah but it's hard as a motherfucker to do it wow and you just got to get out and just get out of the black like what i call the black area mm-hmm. there's i haven't got to the point where they actually have a name for it yet yeah i don't got the mo- i don't have the grenade to like kill off the bts and all that yeah i think you get that in uh episode two I'm on episode two though, so probably like later. Yeah, probably. Yeah, definitely later. Either two or three. No, I think it's. I think it's two. Yeah, which one are you on? I'm on four. Yeah, of course. You're probably like in Kansas or something. (laughs) I'm still like fairly in the East Coast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, like it's a game that you can definitely take your time with, but I do recommend getting to uh, episode three. That way you can actually get like the power skeleton, so you can like increase your cargo load. Oh, that'd be, oh God, I need that. So yep. Bad. So you can do that. You can actually fabricate bikes. Um, they told me the option. There was one. It was dead, but it was like you know you can gener- you can restart it by generating it. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. And then like eventually you, you'll you can unlock like construct time fall shelters. So like when there's a time fall rain, you can actually like construct one and you can stand underneath. And it can replenish all your cargo condition. Good, I'm gonna need that. Yeah. But then of course Black Friday, Call of Duty, Call of Duty is gonna be forty bucks. It is gonna be fun to play with my boys again. Oh yeah, like uh, yeah, like, and, and like the Aladdin, Lion King uh, combo pack. Oh, like the new ones, or the old ones? It's gonna be the old ones, but there's oh. rebit. It's um, remastered for PS4. Oh okay. Yeah, I'm gonna get that. It's gonna be like. Like 15, 20 bucks. Oh, that's, that's not bad. Like, why not? I'm like, let me see if I can still beat Lion King in a half hour. Kyle doesn't believe me that I can do it. 
Hey, I mean, those are, those are, I mean, well, Lion King was hard. Lion King was not hard. You didn't think it was hard? No. I mean, I I made it, I made it like halfway, I think past the, definitely past the Stampede. Stampede is one of the best parts, one of the easiest parts. Yeah. Definitely past that, but then like, I guess like somewhere after that, I kind of. Simba's Exile. Yeah, Simba's Exile. I think that's right. Really? Easy. Like, it took me a little while. It took me some grinding to get it. Like, when, you know, I'm talking about like 10 year old me. Mm Mm-hmm. But like now, even like through muscle memory, because I got it, ex girlfriend bought it for me, mm-hmm. and for my little Sega system. Yep. When we break, but when we broke up, I gave it back to her. Oh, okay. But like I beat it, and I was just like, I still got it. Twenty something years later, I still got it. Uh, muscle memory. Yeah, but <laughs> I I figured that muscle memory. I think the only hardest part would be for me is um Simba's return. But you're going through like real a whole mess of tunnels, so mm-hmm. you got to find remember. Which tunnels to go through? Yeah. Okay. I think that would be my hardest part, but other than that, everything else seemed like rarely easy. Oh. I, mean, I still got it. Interesting. That's what's up. I'll I'll even Twitch stream it. Yeah. Hey, go ahead. Go for it. Um, oh, and speaking of Twitch streams, um, I know you said that uh, uh, our boy Rob wants a rematch. He wants a rematch. Wants to be match on Fire Pro. Yeah, I mean, shout, <laughs> shout outs, shout outs to you know, Party Nerds for giving us a clean slate. Yep. Hey, I'm blaming you for all this shit. It's the AI. The UWO beat us, and oh god, they freaking let us have it. <laughs> Brian did not shut up. You can't beat freshly squeezed. I mean, did you see the whole uh, video of that? I did. Yeah, Orange Cassidy with the Canadian Destroyer. Yeah, like what the fuck, man. <laughs> Who did a Canadian story with his pants and with his hands in his pocket? Like, yeah, hey, that's how you do it. And uh, I know, yeah, I was just looking at um, some Black Friday deals um, for PS4 games. Uh, apparently, um, you can get NBA 2K19 for four for four ninety nine. I don't want for 2K19 when 2K20 came out. Well, I, oh, I know that the the 2K franchises are usually like glitch filled anyway and full of microtransactions. Um, let's see. What store are you looking up? I'm on uh, Blu-ray.com. So they have like, uh, you, can, they, you can look up like cheap Blu-rays and like PS4 games. And like they, they they show you the price like on Amazon. It's like Evil Within 2 is like $9.99. Let me look at this. Let me see if you got Uncharted Lost Legacy for $9.99. I got that. I actually got that. Still can't be there. I got it downloaded in my system for 8 bucks. Yep. You've got a... Uh, Persona 5 for 10 That's not a bad price. That's not bad at all. Mm. Uncharted Lost Legacy, definitely. Yep. Uncharted Collection, a lot, definitely. Yep. You can get the whole damn Uncharted series for cheap. Yeah. Like for thirty bucks. Yeah, that's that's a God of War four for ten dollars. Don't think about it. Buy, Buy it. it. Yes. Boy. <laughs> Bloodborne. I still got it for free. Yeah, it's a great game. Well worth the ten bucks. Dishonored two. <laughs> Anthem's already ten. <laughs> That is sad, man. Mortal Kombat XL thirteen. I got twenty. Sindel came out today, and I was I was trying. I was supposed to play, play that. What else you got here? Mm, let me see. Spider Man, Spider Man Game of the Year edition for fifteen. Don't think about it. Buy it. Yeah, if you don't buy it, you're a fool at that. Especially at that, at that price, man. Shenmue one and two. Okay, I bought it for twenty, but okay. Go up. Wait, the Sega. Was it Sega Genesis? Fifteen clip? bucks. What the fuck? Oh. Well, I paid twenty. 
Okay. Not bad. Let's see. We've got uh, it's Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse. Well, that's not uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. So. Yeah. Justice Two for tw- yep. twenty. Not bad. Yep. I got it for twelve though. Yep. Oh, Days so, Gone for for twenty. That's a deal. I I've been hearing nothing but good. I've been hearing good things about that game. Yeah, I might get it at that price actually. I'm actually thinking about getting uh, Outer Worlds. But... I've been hearing good things about that one too. Yeah. Um, let me see. Valkyria Chronicles Four. I, I like the uh, the original for the PS3, but I heard Part Four is pretty good too. How do we get Solid Five? Uh, five. Guilty Gear X. Guilty Gear for twenty four. Hmm. I know I won't play it that much though. Resident Evil Two for twenty five. Yeah. Don't think about it. Buy, Buy it. Yes. See, this is the Aladdin Lion King pack I was talking about, but it, yeah, it's okay. like cheaper. Okay, I got you. Huh. Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle for. No, I'm thinking I can get that for cheaper. It's, that's a good. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very fun game. Okay. Um, see, they got Control for thirty bucks. Heard some good things about that, as well as Greed Fall, same price. Um, oh, a Plague Tale Innocence. I've heard a lot of good things about that for thirty bucks. I might think about it. Sometimes you just gotta live. Gotta yeah. live, man. I'm a Caesar's Nino. Nino Cooney for forty. Uh, nah. nah, nope. Like the I played the first game. I wasn't feeling it. It has its fans though, but like I remember, Aris and Furman, they were really into it. But I couldn't get into the first game. But I heard part two was very good though. Yeah, Outer Worlds for fifty. It's new. Yeah, Samurai Showdown, Borderlands three for forty five. Oh, that's a super deluxe edition. Yeah, the Borderlands Three super deluxe for like ninety three bucks. Okay, okay, some some decent uh, selections. Some decent here. titles, yeah. Uh, I I kind of got I got my list all set and gone. Yeah. Okay, I might think about a couple of these, especially that uh, that uh, a Plague Tale. But yeah, man, Spider Man for fifteen. But that's a steal. Yeah, that and God of War for ten bucks. What? Still, in the entire Uncharted series, you can get for like thirty. Yeah, because Uncharted Four will definitely be like cheap. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, some some decent deals out there for the PS4. So uh, yeah, yeah. Just don't think about it. Buy, Buy it. it. Yeah. We won't stir you wrong. But uh, you ready to head out? Um, I'm gonna skip out on question of the week because I can't even remember the last one. Uh yeah, I, I can't remember yeah. either. It was, it's been a while. Yeah. We'll have something new for you next week. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have something new and uh yeah, we are we're, we're approaching the uh last month of the year. Um get them top 5s ready. Yeah, get the top 5s ready. Um Star Wars, let's finish out this trilogy. Yep. See if we can get AWOL on here again. Yeah. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Let's see let's see how that turns out. Um I will say I have read the leaks. And I will say, like just like Peter Dinklage said at the, and as far as the final season of Game of Thrones. Ah, oh, damn, really? You're in for it. We're we're gonna be in for it. But I've been hearing nothing but good things about the Mandalorian. I still have yet to watch it, but to the point where like non Star Wars fans are loving it. Yeah, I've heard some good things about it too. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, and they they, they do a new episode every week, or they it's a, yeah, it's a new episode every week. Okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I think it comes out like every Friday. Okay, so they're already like three episodes in. Okay, that's good. Yeah, give a show a time to breathe, you know. Um, 
let me see. Oh, also, I'll eventually post on the on the Facebook page my top 100 films of the decade from 2010 to now. Damn. Yeah. There's there's lists out. I mean, 10 years worth of films, man. Top 100. Yep. I I have a. I'm gonna. I know. I'm definitely gonna yell at him for. T- yeah, I'm gonna yell at you for some. Yeah, I have I have half the list uh, already completed. So I'm just, Endgame's number one hundred. I'm just gonna kick you in the face. <laughs> Endgame, but uh, but um, you know, I, you, 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 there's some interesting gems, and that's all that's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna kick you in the face. I, 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 I know I'm gonna kick you in the face. You it, cried, son. You cried for Tony. There's a there's a deleted scene that's only on Disney Plus where Tony Stark meets up with adult Morgan Stark. Really? Hmm. I I watched it. I was like, you know, it's nice. I was like, it was nice. Mm-hmm. It was nice. I can understand why they took it out the out the movie. Okay, but it was nice. Okay, yeah. So how how are you enjoying Disney Plus? By the way, real quick. I watched Gargoyles and I smiled. I watched Ooh. Blank Check. <laughs> <laughs> I smiled. Yeah. Like how? I'm like, how did this kid get away with that? <laughs> <laughs> did you watch Homeward Bound? Who? <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry brian I, I i actually do remember homeward bound i actually had to look it up i'm like oh yeah i did watch that as a kid eh. yep <laughs> but yeah. I, don't, I haven't I actually haven't watched much of it because of because of thing because of uh death stranded yeah god that game is so good that game is so much fun it is i'm a yeah I'm somebody a- downplayed it too and it was like you're just an Amazon delivery driver. I was like, you still know, do not say such things. Yeah, yeah. There's so much more to it. Oh, yeah, definitely. But yeah. then he saw, yeah, it was actually my girl's nephew. And then he saw saw me get get uh, attacked by the BTs. He goes, yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a hell of a game. And I'm I'm going to definitely like power power through more of it uh, this, this weekend. Uh, Thanksgiving. I'm gonna I'm stuff my face. I already bought the Merlot. I bought the uh, sparkling bubbly. You know, a little bit of the bubbly. If it's white claw, I'm spe- if it's white claw. Oh, it's not white claw. You in the face. <laughs> it's, it's 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 sparkling red champagne. Sparkling red champagne. Yes, and uh, some Merlot. 2013 made it in the toilet. <laughs> what the fuck? You remember that movie? Let's go to prison. <laughs> I, I With Shy McBride, and in the commercial, he's like, "Would you like some Merlot? I made it in the toilet." Oh my god, that's a random. That's really random. That movie was so bad. That was the best part of that movie. <laughs> I heard that movie was trash. Oh, man. it was god awful. I would. T- I remember going to the movies to see that, but oh, it was like two dollar Tuesdays. So oh, okay. Like, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, man, I'm gonna uh, get into that. Get into some some movies this weekend. The Irishman comes out on Netflix tomorrow. Martin Scorsese. One of the greatest filmmakers alive. Yeah. I got three and a half hours to spare. I I got uh, I know I got a couple of gigs. One private party this weekend. Next weekend, I'm actually going to be DJing the uh, after party at uh, Rhode Island Fashion Week. So I'll be putting that up on my um, on my social medias within this you know within the next few days. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's what I got going on. Um, you know, hopefully I get the time and I'll you know go on my Facebook if you you know if you're friends with me. Who knows? I probably might post it on Instagram too. Just have like my iPad and my phone just up, and I'm just spinning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, spin those hits. Got it. 
So I'm DJing what I want to DJ. Plato's line dance music. Rocks that shit. The chicken dance. <laughs> Cupid shuffle. Might <laughs> pay me to play that. Hey, hey, if they pay you, you got, you got to give yeah, them what they want. Because I'm playing it next. <laughs> Cha Cha Slide. I hate, I hate all those songs. <laughs> I hate it when DJs be like, "Yo, man, I'm turning my pa- I'm turning my party out," but I'm like, "Yo, you're playing a fucking line dancing song. That that shit don't count." Why, why do you hate line dancing songs so much? They're just annoying, and then you, you just one of those things you just have to play. And I'm like, "Oh God, I'm just done with them." Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I could see like the the there's like a inherent corny corniness to them, but you know, if you play one, wouldn't kill you. Just one. If I played them once, then I'm like, okay, but they want to hear them all, and I'm just like, oh, can yeah. you let these motherfuckers spread out at least? Yeah, just just to the point where I try not to play them. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I just don't like them. Yeah, just I, I don't like them at all. Yeah, just just there's so many better songs out there. Oh, absolutely. Just just play some Doodoo Brown and call it a day. <laughs> the explicit version. Every time I try to play that, like it's like I never actually never DJ that. I never played that. Really? Yeah, because the crowd's like already. It all depends on your crowd. Oh, oh, absolutely! Like you wouldn't play at like a church picnic or anything, or would you? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but, uh, I'm ready to get out of here. Um, yeah. where I, like I said, I've been working this new position, so the extra hours I'm still working on getting used to, yeah. and still doing my overnights because I'm insane. But anyway. Yeah, man. And as always, uh, you can catch us everywhere. Uh, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, iTunes. Leave Hit us with that five-star review. Uh, Google Play and wherever you can find podcasts everywhere. Uh, Facebook Live, our new episodes every week. Uh, and uh, social media, Twitter, at Codex Prime Cast. And Instagram, at Codex Prime Podcast. There you go. Get it all for me. Yeah, there you go. So I will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later. (laughs) That was awful. (laughs)